Radio. Let's go! With Sir Blackston and the Mars Hope. Raw Impact Radio, I am Sir Blackston. He is... Hashtag and you. Reigning, defending, undisputed Raw Impact Radio. No, where's the belt? The Mast Hope. You see, there's a, there's a certain amount of pride. A certain amount of pride that comes along with being a champion. You know what I mean? You got to have that joint <laughs> hoisted at all times. How's it going, sir? Oh, just lovely. A lot going on <laughs> in the crazy world of wrestling. Oh, yeah. man. This championship got heavier, bro. This, 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 I'm saying it, dude. It's a big belt. It's, it looks like it's <sighs> occupying your shoulder and a half of your shoulder as well. <laughs> but I'm pretty much covering my face, man. My Is your name on there? Yeah, what did this happen? Bro, what? come on, man. Custom Pers- plates, bro. Personalizing my championship. <laughs> I, I tossed your play away like, we, we won't need that for a while oh man so we, we've got a few things to talk about uh, of course we did take a two week hiatus uh, it, I experienced a loss in my family and the show would have been complete crap I'm telling you right now it would have been a terrible show but uh, we do appreciate your patience and I want to personally thank the Mass Tope for reaching out during the course of those two weeks and you know just, just riding with us throughout this, throughout this whole journey um, we're getting there yeah man I know, uh, I know those those type of things are hard, man. Uh, oh man, you know, yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> as a wrestling family, we experienced a couple of losses. Of course, Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk. We're going to talk a bit about them as well. And all in and brawling. Like, what what is going on? Every time that there's an there, there's a there's an all in or all out, there's a brawling or brawl out also to a company. It's like the pre show. Like, what the hell is happening here, dude? <laughs> CM Punk, man, he always he just be swinging on them. Ah. And, of course, I'll get an opportunity to win back my Raw Impact Radio Championship mm. when we do predictions for WWE what? Payback. Will you, though? I, I think so. I have an opportunity. I'm not saying I'm going to. Oh. I'm saying I'm going to a little bit. And we'll, we'll, be, <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Sir Blackston. Oh, motherfucking moss. The Masked Hope. I hate when they make these groups and then they lose. How are they going to get over losing? Raw Impact Radio. Raw Impact Radio. It's your chick magnet. <laughs> the world champion. The Raw Impact Radio world champion. The Mass Hope along with your fiend, Sir Blackson. Chick magnet <laughs> hope. I like, you know what? It has a, it has a, it has a ring to it. It does sound kind of catchy. It has a ring to it. I I could only hope to someday grow into those huge footprints of of being known as a fiend. (laughs) He 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 did leave a a legacy behind. Yes, he did. You know, I find it really ironic that we talked about if he would be in the Hall of Fame, and then this happened. It's like literally like a week or so before we took our hiatus. You know, that is that is intense, man. I wanted to take a look back at the legacy of Bray Wyatt, man, because Husky Harris, you know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. I was impressed with him as Husky Harris, like in his NXT days. I was. There was a a multi-man match, and I saw him jump in there after I'd seen everyone else from NXT jump in. And he was the one that really stood out to me, even over Wade Barrett. I couldn't explain why, but it was just something about his presence in that match and the way he was throwing himself around at his size. I was impressed from the gate with this guy. I can't say the same. And not that, not that I wasn't impressed, but, you know, uh, all eyes was focused on Wade Barrett. He was the star of the team. So, yeah. 
What I, what I, what is, I, I liked Wade Barrett. His, his pro, I believe, was Chris Jericho. Also, R.I.P. to Bob Barker. I'm sorry, I should have I put that in the beginning, man. R.I.P. to Bob Barker, who had like one of the most epic guest host deals with Chris Jericho, especially. Like, I just love that. Love that whole interaction with those two. This is where the ADD jumps in, all right? You got to keep me focused, all right, bro? You... <laughs> yeah, but most definitely R.I.P. to Bob Barker. Like, uh, just so so many uh, days home sick from school watching uh, watching him on, uh, what was it, Price is Right? Yep. Sitting up yeah. in my grandma's room watching the Price is yeah. Right and Plinko and all of that stuff. Oh, man. All the, all the feels right there. And by the way, all right, that doesn't make us super old, Okay. <laughs> Doesn't make us doesn't yeah. make me Unc Blackston because I've watched The Price Is Right. <laughs> I mean, technically, what did he retire like five years ago or something like that? Uh, in 2011. Damn. Yeah. I guess that does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that does. I guess. Okay. No, but so with Bray though, I, I so I missed out on the Wyatt family in NXT, and I don't know whether or not you were watching NXT at that time. I was not. But I might have to go back and watch it because, from what I understand, like that's where he really like got a grasp and a grip on who this character was. And by the time he got to the main roster, it was like, okay, this guy is fleshed out. We know what we want to do with him. Yeah, I saw some clips of him. Uh, Summer Rae was in there. Uh, who was she? I can't remember. Someone else was in there, a male that was didn't make it on the main roster. I don't remember who. Now I but, yeah, some, Summer Rae was in there. Though. I had no idea Summer Rae was in there. Here were a lot of ancillary members of the Wyatt family. You got Daniel Bryan. I believe John Cena was John Cena a part of it at one point, or am I am I marrying him and Daniel Bryan's? Uh, you might be lines? marrying him and Daniel. Bryan. I don't remember him being a part of it. Okay. Well, I know Randy Orton, Randall Keith. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and Braun Strowman, of course. Man, is just a uh, man. Two thirds of the original fi- uh, Wyatt family just are gone. That, that's crazy, man. That, that's crazy. That, Almost like back to back too, because yeah, what was that like twenty couple years 20, ago? Yeah. Oh man. So I mean, what, so what? What do you think is? I mean, now that we do, you know, we we did talk a little a couple of weeks ago about whether or not Bray Wyatt deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, and we were saying that we needed to see like the beginning to the end of what he contributed to wrestling, and unfortunately, under these circumstances, we actually have seen from beginning to end of what he's done for the wrestling industry, um, you know, beyond inspiring others. Uh, right. and there, you, you shot me a question earlier in the week about whether or not the Uncle Howdy character should continue. How do you how do you feel about that? Like, do you think that the Uncle Howdy character should continue? I do think it should continue because Bo Dallas was incredible in NXT. And I feel like he, with the motivation he have of losing his brother, I can imagine the creativity he would have and he would be able to bring to the character. Mm. But at the same time, it's Bray Wyatt's character. Should he come with something different, though? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I kicked it out as a poll last night on, you know, we were watching Raw Live, and I kicked it out as a poll. Overwhelmingly, folks do want the Uncle Howdy character to continue, but there were a lot of folks saying, man, can he bring to Uncle Howdy what Bray brought to The Fiend and to his, his character? Does he have that same level of creativity? And would seeing the Uncle Howdy character every time that he comes out, would that sort of bring up like the the the, the sad taste of the fact that we we can't ever see him and Braid together? Uh, I think it would, but uh, I think he should lean into that. Mm. Um, keep Bray's memory going, 
by bringing this the Uncle Howdy character and and shining with it. Now that is a question if he is as creative as Bray to be able to to make something like the Fiend. Yeah. But WWE have a whole creative team. I'm sure they can oh, come up God. with something. No, let's not <laughs> let's, let's pump our brakes here. <laughs> oh, and and Bray Wyatt had his own like personal producer. He what did. was like Rob Fee or something like that? He did. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I guess some of that is there. I'm I'm concerned about the WWE because they've had the same same matches now on Raw for the past month and a half. And I'm like, dude, if I see, if I hey, see, you can't even blame Vince because Vince, uh, since his back surgery, yeah. he's, he's allegedly out. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> or yeah, maybe you can never say Vince is out. Maybe he's got a clause that whatever, whatever were the matches the week that I went into surgery have to be the matches every week thereafter. <laughs> That would make sense because something's been happening. It's got to be Becky versus Zoe every week. It's be, you know what I mean? Just the same deal every week. Um, no, but I, I, I am curious. I think that I think that Bo Dallas can pull it off. I'd, I, I'd be curious to see how, how he'd be able to expand the story and like continue the story. Um, yeah, give him a, give him a chance to shine. You know, maybe maybe he's able to do it. Maybe he's not. But you know, give him a shot. What's your what's your what's your favorite Bray Wyatt moment? I would say uh, feuding with the Shield. Mm. Just just the whole feud altogether, like the 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 way they traded victories and everything. That was always fun for me. Completely missed it. I never like <laughs> I didn't see any of like early on. I I didn't because I stopped watching until what like late twenty fifteen. Um because it's something that happened with the new day and the fact that Bray kept I was like you know what I'm uh, again I'm just not going to come back for a while um really I think my first time watching Bray was when he had that interaction with the rock at Wrestlemania really? which is very late I mean I was in and out but that was one of the moments I was in with uh the shield versus uh wife hmm. I gotta go back and watch that feud Sounds like a W. My, uh, I think my favorite, uh, well, no, my favorite Bray Wyatt moment was um, his return at Extreme Rules. Like, it was, uh, man, just to be in the building with that energy, that electricity, and to know that that was the thing that, you know, yeah, we had, like, huge matches that night and craziness and, you know, just the whole thing with, with Seth and Matt Riddle, but that's really what people were really interested in was all of, we've been getting the QR codes and the white rabbits and all of this junk for all of this time. I loved the build up to it. It was, it was done brilliantly. There were things that were happening on the live feed that we didn't even know about in the building, like QR codes, additional deals. Um, that whole build up to that and that payoff was great. Now what happened after that, you know, I, I, I'm one of the few that actually I enjoyed the pitch black match. I thought that it made Bray look amazing, um, but nothing happened after that. Uh, <laughs> and even the build for that was a little bit, you know. Yeah, I enjoyed. I was excited with everything with the QR codes as well, leading up to it, leading up to his return. And of course, his, his return was like goosebumps. And yeah, it floundered after that, um, probably because of his health issues. So you can't really can't really be too mad at him, but at the time it's like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and um, when when I mentioned wrestlers, like, why don't they just tell people about about what's going on with them so we don't be speculating and stuff? Uh, another wrestler actually commented on my Instagram, was like, yeah, sometimes the company don't want people yeah. to want want you to actually tell people. They want to keep that quiet because they they got 
uh, sponsorships and all that stuff around you, and they don't they don't want it getting out there. That uh, and then the sponsors be like, oh, I, I wanted that guy. I don't really want the rest of them. So right. there's 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 reasons why they don't give out their health information. So it it just sucks. Like you could have been behind him this whole time instead of what are you doing? And the, one of the re- one of the reasons that this is so bittersweet is that you know we've been receiving reports as recently you know as a week out of his passing that he was on his way back you know what I mean he's, he's about to make his return. Some folks were saying you know payback. Some folks were saying maybe a week or so after payback. Um, and you know there were a bunch of potential feuds that were you know just kind of speculated on. People were throwing stuff out there, and uh, you know then this happens out of out of nowhere. You know it's just. It sucks. Yeah, there were reports he was prepping for a return. And, yeah, I wanted it. I wanted to see what else he could do. So, <sighs> yeah. I don't I don't want to put you on the spot here, but now knowing that his career is finite, um, do you think that he should go into the Hall of Fame? I still want to say no. Okay. Not solo, but the entire Wyatt family, yeah. Okay. Like we said before, he's, he hasn't done enough to solidify him in the Hall of Fame, but as, as the entire Wyatt family, I felt like they together have done more than enough. Mm. That's interesting. I'm still baffled. Like, Owen Hart isn't in the Hall of Fame, which is which is very bizarre. Um, well, that's because of his wife. Yeah. Oh, well, his, you know, you bring his wife point. is like, <laughs> anything with WWE is like, I'm, I'm not interested in Yeah. Well, Apparently, they tried to induct him multiple times, and she was just like, nope. Not happening. Yeah. I would like to see him recognized at the Hall of Fame ceremony, and I'm sure that he will be. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him go into the Hall of Fame. And, you know, even if it is as, like, the full-on Wyatt family, I'd I'd like to see him acknowledged in that way at some point. He is a two-time world champion. Yeah. So, you know. He's a two-time world champion. Uh, and then the other end of that is we, we lost Terry Funk as well, man. What, do you, what was your introduction to Terry Funk? Uh, his feud with Cactus Jack. Mm. That, was, that was my introduction. And when they teamed up against the New Age Outlaws, because I was a big New Age Outlaws fan. Yeah. That, that hardcore match when they threw, threw him in the dumpster, that dumpster and was threw him crazy. off the ramp. <laughs> Bro, when he when he cut his way out of that box with the chainsaw, I was like, "This dude is legitimately <laughs> crazy. He, this guy is a total psych." And he's just swinging it around. I'm like, "Bro, you are going to massively yeah. injure someone." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the John Moxley of the early '90s. My uh, so my my introduction to Terry Funk happened before he was in WWE. It was when he was in ECW. So he had this big feud with Raven and he could never get the job done. They gave him this lifetime achievement championship belt. And then he finally did it just watching his journey through all of that. And the way that he was able to tell the story and get the fans on his side while being a complete and total psychopath in the ring was just uh, it was phenomenal, man. He, he did some excellent storytelling. If you haven't seen that feud, you want to go back and check that out. And then I'm going to go back and check out Bray Wyatt and the Shield. And then we, we, you know, we pair notes one of these days. But no, it was a. Uh, that was that was my introduction to Terry Funk, and uh, and also I don't know if you've ever seen Beyond the Mat. I have. It, there's a lot of Terry Funk featured in that. His uh, relationship with Mick Foley is heavily documented in it. Great watch. There were a lot of people. You know, I kicked it out as a as a quick poll last night. Who has never seen Beyond the Mat? Surprisingly, the majority of folks had never seen it. Yeah, it's it's pretty old. That's like I watched that on <laughs> I watched that on VHS. 
Okay, listen, can we just get... <laughs> you said like it's like VHS wasn't out just a few years ago. Like, it, I watched it on VHS. <laughs> back, when, back when life was in black and white. That's what I'm saying. Bro, they called oh, me Unk Blackston, okay? I, I can't get it out of my head. They called me Unk Blackston. Damn it. Phone's still plugged into the wall. Phone's like still plugged savages. into the wall. I was like, dude, that's not that long ago. What the hell? He was like, oh, how'd you enjoy your Nintendo GameCube? I was like, F you, dude. Mario Sunshine was amazing. That was amazing. I did love Mario Sunshine. That's probably as fuck. I, the game, like, it was frustrating as hell to try to play. Game whooped my ass. Um, but, but no, yeah, if you have to find the VHS version of Beyond the Mat, you know, good luck finding a VHS player, um, unless you go to the Goodwill. But fortunately, we're in such a time that you could probably watch the whole thing on YouTube for free. Why would you do that? Why, why wouldn't you? Good point. <laughs> Easy. I don't even got an argument for that. Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's convenient. Um, it's the experience of hunting down the VHS tape that you're looking for. Bro, that experience of hunting down that VHS tape, you know how many flea markets <laughs> and thrift shops you're going to have to go to? Uh, although you can find a VHS player. I'm looking at one right now, actually. You can find them pretty cheap. They're like 25 bucks now if you can find one at a Goodwill. So. I wonder if Amazon has they, they have everything. Yeah, but they, they Bro, upcharge Walmart like Walmart sells coffins. Did you Shut know this? Up, I got an no. ad for a coffin. I was like, what the fuck are you trying to tell okay, me? Yeah, like what? You know, Walmart is wild, man. I don't I don't trust any of that stuff because they do read your, like they listen to your conversations and they read your texts and they recommend wow. things based on it. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 That's fucked up. It is fucked up. But if they do that, they're able to do that. Um, man. Amazon, I was talking to... Uh, my lady friend one day and she was saying how she's going to a baby shower all these bottles baby bottles uh diaper bags you know what i mean maternity clothing all popping up and i'm like bro hide it at least pretend like you're not listening you know what I mean? right, right, right like mix it in with other shit <laughs> like, try, <laughs> try, try to try to saturate it with something jeez oh man so yeah, much respect and condolences uh, to both the families of Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt and mourn them how you wish, no matter what some wrestle talkers say. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about all in, brawl in, whatever you want to call it. man. Brawl in, all in, brawl, brawl out, brawl all, out. All, all brawl. The fall brawl. I'm swinging on everybody. Is it, is it fall? This isn't fall, right? This is still technically summer, so we can't call it fall. Brawl. Yeah, is it? Yeah, what does fall start in like September? I mean, this couple of days away. Yeah, I'm saying it's a regular fall. It's, we keep getting it in the fall. You know what I mean? So <laughs> the fallout brawl. It's the fallout brawl. We'll be back after this. Sir Blackston. Oh, motherfucking moss. The moss hope. I hate when they make these groups and then they lose. How are they going to get over losing? Raw Impact Radio. Raw Impact Radio, I am Sir Blackston, and he is the greatest co-host in the world and your current reigning, defending, undisputed Raw Impact Radio champion, The Masked Hope. For now. With that, with that bigger gold belt. You know, I almost want you to take it back. <laughs> Dude, that thing dwarfs that guy in the back. Like, That's what I'm saying. What? No comparison. Like, I, I asked. I asked your opinion. I was like, "Dude, do you think this is too big?" He's like, "No, no, 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 oh no!" 
The bigger and the gaudier, the better. This is this is what we want. I love obnoxiously large championship belts. Yeah, but I didn't think you were gonna get me a full serving tray. <laughs> I was expecting like a dinner plate or something. This man came nah, with the bro. full platter. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna eat Thanksgiving dinner. dinner off of this. You probably could actually. You can serve. That's, that's about it. Yeah, you can get a turkey on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so admittedly, okay, this is weird transparency and honesty out of your host because that's what you want. All right, you want people who are transparent, honest that you can trust. So I'm gonna tell you straight up, I never saw it all in. I didn't see any. I saw I saw some of the highlights and uh, I I heard about it. Oh man, that shit was crazy. But, uh, but but I didn't actually say So I will defer to you, sir. You are driving this, and I will occasionally co-sign, and I'll be like, "Oh, shit, that's crazy! Get the fuck out!" And and then like, you know, and we'll, we'll play it off like I actually know what I'm talking about. So I'm gonna defer to you. You know, honestly, I can't blame you that much because the card on paper doesn't look that incredible. Like the standout matches. Bucks versus FTR, Adam Cole versus MJF. Uh, yeah, that's about it. That are like the, the matches. Like, oh, I really want to see that. I, I will say, I'll, I'll be glad when and if uh, Max HBO Max, formerly HBO Max, now just Max, starts carrying AEW's pay per views. Like, it, it'll just be an easier experience for me because kicking out fifty and sixty dollars is one thing. I, I just can't do. Um, you know, I'm, of course, there are other ways, but I can't advocate that stuff. And I don't, you know, I'm, I'm I don't yeah, really we don't her. do that. Yeah, here. I don't do it. You know, what I, mean? I know, I know some radio. folks do, but I'm, I'm like scared. Of, I'm like trying to watch on people's TikTok who are streaming it. You know, and that stuff. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I will uh, I, I will take your word for it on the card. I, I haven't been watching AEW. I haven't watched oh, AEW. Stadium Stampede. That was wild. That was definitely a must see. Yep. That shit was crazy. Listen, listen, let's start with that. John Moxley had some skewers. Penta took him from him, rammed him into his head. Dude had him sticking out of his head like he's a he's a rooster or something, man. That that was vicious. That's the spot he used to do a lot in, in CZW also. Really? Like they just take the whole thing of bamboo skewers and they just like pounded it. Masada does that a lot too. Oh my god, it's it's gruesome to see. It's yeah, I, I'm in my seat like, oh, that, that, that was vicious, man. But the whole thing was crazy. It was just spot after spot after spot. Ugh. And it, Moxley had a fork at one point. They, they got a screwdriver out. Kendo stick wrap, barbed wire, crazy how do all you, around. How do you feel about that, that kind of hardcore deathmatch wrestling? Like, how do you feel about that? I don't mind it if it calls for it, but but the the, the, the skewers in the head was too much for me. Everything else was decent. Like, I mean, it was it was fun spots and all that, but the skewers in the head was like, no. I, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't watch that, man. It it is why like if you ever get the opportunity, Vice put out a documentary on CZW's tournament of death. Uh oh god. I'm 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 amazed at how how flabbergasted you are at that news. But <laughs> there's a documentary on CZW's Tournament of Death. It's on YouTube. It's free. If you get an opportunity, check it out. It goes behind the scenes on a lot of that stuff. And it shows, like, the aftermath of when they're, like, trying to take the planters out of the top of people's heads. And the guy's, like, pulling on it with the damn pliers, trying to get this thing out of this guy's head because it's lodged in there. It's, uh, it's, 
It's they it's, they it's a lot of sacrifice, but so those guys absolutely love it. I I I I, I me no fuck that. But that's guys, what I'm saying. Like, these dudes are like masochists. Like it's too much. Like I understand. I understand you want to. If if you have a real like death feud with somebody, okay, I can understand blading. I could understand. I can understand barbed wire partially. The thumbtacks are, are kind of becoming like a common thing now. That's I, I don't know how much they hurt, but I know just getting poked in the finger. It's well, like one ah. of them sucks. So hundreds of them has to suck, right? <laughs> yeah. But then is it like is it like the bed and nails thing where if if it's all in your back, you don't really feel it? It would be if they didn't go through. Like with the bed and nails, it does. They don't actually penetrate your back. Right. right. But once something goes through, <laughs> and and to clarify, like I can watch it. Like I can watch deathmatch wrestling. I don't mind it. You know what I mean? There are some instances, like you said, where it's you know it's just kind of you know. Yeah, that was that that spot was just particularly something that yeah. was too much for me. But everything else, everything else was fun. Orange Cassidy won by duct taping his hand and putting his hand in a breaking a glass bottle and putting his hand into shards Ooh. and punching Claudio with it. Oh, real glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely sugar glass because when it was on the when they poured it out. It was it was it was definitely like dusty out there. So, but it, yeah, it was it was the that that was an incredible match. And of course, Young Bucks FDR was incredible. Oh, how can you miss with those two? So that's what I'm saying. Five star every time. It's never gonna not if it's never gonna be a bad match. Young Bucks versus FDR. Bro, MJF and Adam Cole, man. What what am I missing? Because I haven't seen any of the storyline or the build up to it or anything. And from what I understand, this is like this is like bloodline and this are like one and one a. Like this right is here. gold, so, man. I, if I you like it. pro wrestling, this is what you should it. be gotta... watching. Like their their match, their match has everything, like from comedy to seriousness to to. They're both heels, but they're both faces. Wow, love shit like that. Like they, it's like which one is gonna turn on each other. So so they're both like semi heel, but then they get back together and then and then their faces again. So it's like, how how do you get over a kangaroo kick? My dude, MJF, had the crowd cheering for a kangaroo. He yellow kangaroo kick. And they're like, like what? Well, you can get anything over MJF kick. He's like, what is a kangaroo kick? Come on, man. Let's, let's get the credit. No. And then they got the crowd cheering for a double clothesline. Uh, that, that's their tag team finisher, a double clothesline. Is it double clothesline? Are you serious? Yes, I feel like and the so, crowd are going so, wild. MJF so just yells double close line. They both yell double close line, and and everybody yells it with them. And it's like, what? All right, I gotta this, go. This this shows MJF's talent though that he could get the simple basic moves over like that. I, that. I'm impressed. I thought he wasn't talented because all the antics he does like to try to get some heat, but he proved me wrong right now. I, I'm just amazed because when he first came out, all right, when, when AEW first started, they had the first, um, what is it, the, the, the poker battle royal or whatever it is, the, the, the first ever battle royal, and he was announced for it. Folks were like, yeah. who the hell is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, no one knew who he was. I, I was the same. He cut that Seabiscuit promo on Bret Hart, <laughs> and people knew immediately what this guy brought to the table. And it's just been great to just watch him advance to the point where now he headlined in Wembley Stadium. The highest, the highest, the, the, opened and headlined. Right, he he sandwiched this damn thing, both sides of it, and uh, he's the the world champion, and this is the biggest wrestling show of all time. Like I am, I I'm amazed at, at his growth. Yeah, it, it's it's been incredible. 
I, I, I honestly can't believe it. <laughs> Everything he's doing, I, I, I can't believe that he's, he's, he's this good. Could the Miz do that? Ooh, ooh, hell no. Ooh. <laughs> the Miz's been trying for Damn. decades. What do you mean? Damn, the Miz. Oh, so he could. <laughs> he's definitely surpassed the Miz at this point. Oh man, that's wild. Uh, not not shitting on the Miz, man. I love the Miz. Um, no, the Miz, the Miz is good at what he does, but MJF's better, and he knows it. So what, what was more significant, man? The in-ring or the out of the... Oh, I see what you did there. Damn it, I'm late. <laughs> ah, damn it. That was great. <laughs> That's oh. hilarious. So who's more significant, man? The in-ring or the out of the ring as it relates to all-in or should I say brawl-in? I want to try and keep it to the in-ring, but a certain chick magnet wouldn't, won't let it stay in-ring. <laughs> My dude just swinging on all the young talent out here, like, bro. He is like, dead. is is it is it him or is it just like the people around them are just just jerks and dicks and all that stuff? Like, here here's my thing: if the problem is always around you, then you must be the problem. Mm-hmm. People ain't just gonna swing on you all willy nilly for no reason. Like you get, you got people continually swinging at you. Then there must be something you're doing to get people to continually swing at you. So, so that, I don't know if you heard about the whole real glass situation. So I, I oh, the only reason I kicked it out is because I only know those two words and I know nothing beyond that about the real glass situation. What actually oh. happened here? Well, apparently, like a week ago, they were like oh, practicing for this uh, spot at all in where uh, um, Jack Perry is gonna do the stuff with with the glass on the on the limo or whatever so cm punk didn't want him to use real glass because it's dangerous and he wanted to use real glass because he wanted well you know want to be a badass and all right. that stuff so they got in a heated argument and he got kicked off a collision jack because perry. of this jack perry got kicked off a collision because of this argument so, so fast forward he uses real glass at all, at all in and CM Punk's, why would you put CM Punk's match right after his, oh, first man. of all? <laughs> so he walks out, CM Punk is in Gorilla getting ready. And he, he, he says some words to CM Punk. CM Punk says some words to him. And uh, what was it? The report said Jack Perry said, do something. CM Punk did something. Wow. Swinging on mother, then choked him out. <laughs> Passing ships. <laughs> Man, so, like, bro. But wait, so, all right, so, but CM Punk had nothing to do with the match. Why, no, why but was he, he was on it? his show. He was on his show, Collision, practicing this thing. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why does this involve you at all? Do you? Like, is, if is Tony it, is Khan collision, brought him here to do something, why? Why does this involve you? Is Collision really his show? Yeah, it is. His he's show. he's running it basically. Like, Christopher Daniels can't go there. Uh, Ryan Nemeth can't go there. Anybody affiliated with the elite can't go there. Wow. They're getting turned around. Hangman Page was supposed to film something for Dynamite, so he showed up at Collision. They wouldn't even let him close to the arena by, by reports. This is not sustainable. No, not <laughs> this at is all. Not sustain- Tony Khan, this is not sustainable. This is, this is not a good idea. Yeah, and all this is by report. It's it's from reports, by the way. It's not like I'm there and know everything. Well, I mean, you said everybody? that you've got like backstage connections like that are directly talking to you and feeding you this information. I oh, mean, you I didn't got say that. Oh, I'm just kidding. All right, all right, maybe I, maybe. No, I, I don't want to reveal all my, all my secrets. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. 
No. I definitely know some people. I know some people. <laughs> no, but that that is wild, man. Um, that whole situation is wild, especially given that this is basically the anniversary of Brawl Out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what does he do? <laughs> Keep the tradition going. Second annual CM Punk Brawl Out. <laughs> next next year in the in the weeks leading up to All In and or All Out, man, we got to take take bets on who he's going to beef with backstage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who is CM Punk swinging on this week? <laughs> It'll be Miro. <laughs> Oh, there was there was a, a report. I didn't see a, a reliable source, but that when CM Punk came to uh, came to London, they didn't have a car for him, I so he decided to take the train and got lost. And fans had to help him find where his hotel was. I did hear that, man. That is so. Just from a professional standpoint, though, like that that's unacceptable. You know what I mean? Like at, you, t- TK, you gotta you gotta get on that. You know what I mean? You can't have right. your talent just what anything can happen. You're in a foreign country. You don't know how you don't know how how far people can go. You know what I yeah. mean? It's a crazy time in the world. You don't want your talent just out there. If something had happened, you know, God forbid. And he's a divisive figure too. He's, so exactly. he's definitely one that you should be extra careful with. It sounds like he's a little bit of a loose cannon too. So what do you mean, left mother? You know what I mean? Like we don't need that kind of we don't need that kind of issues with the Pepsi guy. So uh, no, they that uh, that that's not cool. Yeah, that, that, they need to get rid of him, man. Like, what's what's the point? He's he's past way past his prime. But you know what he does is he still he still moves the his folks are still. But I, I mean, you gotta it's gotta suck if you bought tickets to All Out, which is going to be in Chicago, and he may not even appear there. That would be crazy because you know the fans will be wild if he doesn't appear. Yes, <laughs> yes they will. Um, have you? Have, I, you know I ask this every week. I don't even know why. <laughs> I don't even. Why. I don't even know why I ask it this way. Have you seen heels? No, I, it's it's on my list. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> I'm trying to get time. What are you I'm doing? Recording podcasts. I'm getting the podcast to start. Watch heels, bro. Heels is. It is phenomenal. He is on heels as along with, you know, this this season, uh, AJ, his AJ Lee is, is on there as well. Man, I have heard that the storyline that they did this past week was phenomenal. Um, it, it's something that rivals what they're doing on the main roster. I can give you at least nine or ten storylines that is way better than on actual professional wrestling. And they did it on this this fictitious show, man. I am just, uh, I cannot tell you enough. If you are a fan of pro wrestling, a fan of the behind the scenes of pro wrestling, you must check out Heels. It is it is required watching if you want to thoroughly sports entertain yourself through non-sports entertainment. <laughs> that is the way to do it, man. You got I've never seen pro wrestling represented uh, so accurately. Uh, you know, and I'm saying it's just as someone who's who's been like backstage and seen some of the the, the you know, the, the inner workings of it. I've never seen it portrayed so accurately on screen in any format. I am just I cannot speak enough about heels. Even though nice. uh the the main oh forget his name, the main um actor used to be Steve Amell? Yes, Steve Amell. Um there there's talk that he may have, he may face some repercussions for scabbing because he appeared at a Comic Con or something like that and he wasn't supposed to. So oh. hopefully that you know, there are no implications there that would affect the show, but the show is outstanding and as many people as can watch the show as possible. All right. I need the show to go on forever. It's one of those. 
Like, I gotta like, check it out. Man. I need, I, I, it's like power. I almost think the 50, 50 Cent were, were, were producing this shit. Like, <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> have you seen women in the wrestling though? Well, uh, yes, yes. Actually, I have it constantly recording. Like, I have it recording every week. I haven't watched it in a while, but I have seen it. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty good as well. It is, man. It is. I, I liked Glow a lot, too. Glow is really good. Back on yeah. Netflix. That was that was a good one, too. Man, what a time to be a wrestling fan. I know, right? It's just so everything's just hot right now. Seriously, you, you alluded to it when uh, when uh, Tio was here, but literally, you can watch wrestling seven days a week. Remember when we could only watch it on Saturday mornings? It's literally every... Well, maybe not. Maybe my old ass remembers that. Turn, I'm not that far, knob, but I... Re- gotta go to UHF. <laughs> I would. I remember when it was only raw, and my mom would always make me go to bed. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'd miss. I'd miss the eleven o'clock because I. I only could watch at nine. She at ten o'clock. Like bedtime. We're halfway through the show, and they like catch the reruns. There are no reruns. There are no reruns, and this is before DVR, because somebody's yeah. going to say DVR. Yeah, you just got to record way, it on way before DVR. You got to do. Oh, man. So let's jump into these predictions, man. Payback. Yeah. Now, I will say, you have a significant advantage over me this time, man. Because I haven't seen anything since SummerSlam. I completely checked out. I stopped watching everything. Um, so you, you, man, I can see you just, you know, just wiping the floor with Sir Blackston on the Unc Blackston on this one here. So, I mean, uh, what, what's the difference from every other time? Ooh, wow. Right here. Right here. It stings. It stings. Okay. Right here. Uh, that being said, <laughs> sir, we these are the blocks. The red block is uh, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez for the women's championship. LA Knight versus The Miz in a grudge match, and a tag team championship match of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Judgment Day combination of Finn Balor and Damian Priest in the blue block. Becky versus Trish in a cage match. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the World Heavyweight Championship. And Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. I just would like to point out that this is the first time that the World's Championship is going to main event a pay-per-view. Huh. Really? Uh, has it? Has it so far? I don't I don't I don't think it has. Has it been it's the singular main event? Too. It's usually like, oh, we're gonna have three main events, and one of them is yeah. that. And the other one yeah. is the Cody match. By the way, all right, so we always talk about how Cody's going to be the guy to succeed Roman. Prime example. There's no Roman anywhere in sight. There's no bloodline anywhere in sight. Jimmy and Jay are not fighting at this pay-per-view as far as I know. Why does Cody not have a headlining matchup? Why are we not advancing Cody's story at all since SummerSlam? Who is he feuding with? Like, I mean, if we're going to finish the story, we can't interrupt the story. I need to know what is happening with Cody Rhodes. He he wasn't on Raw. Is he on SmackDown? Who knows? What's going on with Cody Rhodes? Probably shooting a movie or something. Maybe he's shooting uh, something for heels. He can't shoot anything. They got the SAG thing going on. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. He's got nothing. It's like, come on. If y'all if y'all want me to really get behind him, you gotta you gotta make me. Um, but that said, sir, which uh, which block are you choosing? You know what? I'm gonna go with the blue block. Okay. All right. Good deal. 
So then I will uh, I will go first and uh, choose between Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez, and this is a this is a layup. This is a slam dunk for me. Why on earth obvious, right? would Raquel Rodriguez win a championship that isn't a tag team championship? I mean, yep. You know what I mean? It's got to be Rhea Ripley, right? I mean, there's no way Raquel Rodriguez nah. is walking out as the Raw Women's Champion. Whatever it's I mean, now, the Women's World Heavyweight Champion. You never know. Maybe you should take a risk sometimes. Yeah, you're you right. Know? You're right. You're right. I mean, who knows, man? We could have a situation like when Ronda and Shayna totally imploded in that one match. But yeah, no, I, I'm going to take Rhea Ripley for this one. I am, uh, I am confident in it. It sounds like you are, you are second guessing, my, 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 my guess. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, if I were you, I would choose uh, uh, Raquel Rodriguez just, just because you know, about time they, they, they do something with her. So, if I were you and me, but uh, two uh, things here, yeah. two things here, because of the the way that you started that, it says heavily that you've been lying to the people and you are not me. <laughs> Okay, that means that you are not me. <laughs> and secondly, if you were me, you wouldn't be champion. <laughs> so maybe being me isn't the best thing to do when you're predicting these damn championships. Wow. Going too deep. That's right, too bro. Deep. I just right referred to myself in fourth, fourth person. <laughs> so. But yeah, I'll go with Kel Rodriguez. I, I don't think she's going to win. There's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Next up in the blue block. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus, cage match feud, hopefully ending. <laughs> What's your prediction? I have to go with. Ooh. Gotta go with Becky. Mm. Can't have the aging talent beating uh, the the hottest star in on the roster right now. It's gotta go with Becky. Now, even... I mean, Zoe Stark could interrupt and and, and mess that up, but. Becky deserved the win. You think so? Even though Becky... Now, this is a cage match, so she doesn't have to get pinned. Fair. All right, yeah, I'm still going with Becky. Okay. Man. All right. I'm going to go Trish, only because you took Becky. But... <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's kind of how this works. This is the way it works. You know what we got to do? We should overlap and have us absolutely pick a different opponent, a different winner on one of them. So maybe we, we would allow some overlap. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out the system. Um. Yeah. No, head we'll to try head. it out next round. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. I think that Becky Lynch is definitely going to win this. All the momentum points towards her, and you know they hinted last night at a bit of a rift between Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark. So who knows? That was a banger ass fight between Zoe and and, and uh, Becky though. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Dude, that was more hardcore than the Terry Funk match that they had on SmackDown." <laughs> that's, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> that was tables and everything. Like, bro. Yeah, that, was that should have been the trivia. <laughs> um, up next in the red block, L.A. Knight versus The Miz. Now, come on. All right, come on, bro. Obviously, you're going to beat, <laughs> beat L.A. Knight after all of this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Maybe they would. They've beaten L.A. Knight at everything. This is WWE. Does he have any pay-per-view victories? I'm trying to think. I, 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 don't, I don't even remember what his record is right now. He yeah, he won the Battle Royal. I mean, constantly surprised. Okay. It's the World Heavyweight Championship of pay-per-view victories. I don't know about that one there. Um, I'm going to go LA Knight. I'm going to go LA Knight. Just flat out. I'm going LA Knight. Yeah. LA, uh, LA Knight should win, but uh, yeah, I got to go to Miz, so I'll go to Miz. But you never know. It's WWE. They might just decide to 
get the fans riled up again and make LA Knight lose. Bro, that they could be pushing it at that point. If if you know, they they've got something great here with LA Knight and I could totally see them making the Miz win this match. Um yeah. they've got something great here with LA Knight and they they you know, you push your luck too much and as JR would say, you go to the well one too many times. You know what I mean? You don't want to you don't want to push it. You know, you got something yeah. special here. Yeah, it's about time they do something for him. So it, if they do have the Miz win, it's very questionable. By the way, the Miz does an amazing LA Knight impersonation. That was pretty nice. <laughs> he cooked it. Yeah, he, he really like. Yeah, but he's he's good at impressions in general, though. Yeah, this Rock, yeah, the one uh, he did with the Rock a few years ago, yeah. was really good, and yeah, he, he sounded just like him. Um, Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Uh, quick, quick uh, fun fact. I only found out that Rey Mysterio was the United States champion last night in the preview for SmackDown. So I can only imagine that we would have had like fireworks and all of that stuff the week after he lost. The week after Austin Theory lost. Oh yeah, man, man you, you missed it. It was a huge party <laughs> at my place. It was just going down. <laughs> Drinks for everybody. It was wild. It was wild. It's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> so, so who do you have in this match of Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory? I'm going to go Rey Mysterio, even though I think they're just going to give Austin Theory back the title. Mm. So I'm going Mysterio. I'm going to go Austin Theory. I, and I'm actually going to go Austin Theory because I feel like something's going to happen with the LWO. That's yeah. Gonna, that's going to that's gonna make it so that Austin Theory gets his championship belt back. Although I would love to see Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio with both of them having championships over their shoulders face each other. Not to unify, let's st- yeah, step no. away from that shit. I'm, I just want to see, you know, it would be an awesome visual. But yeah, I'll go Austin Theory on that one. Um, I don't know how to call this next one, man, but Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Judgment Day. Combination of <laughs> excuse me, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Rhea Ripley said that you guys better bring some championship gold home after this damn pay-per-view of payback. I don't see it happening. Or maybe I do see it happening, and, and, and J.D. McDonough is the reason that it happens. Oh, shit. You, you heard none of what I said. I, I heard, I heard you. It was, I was distracted for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, they're going to do something. Uh, I believe it's Priest going to get kicked out of Judgment Day, if anything, for, for Madonna to come in. If the combination uh, is Zane Owens versus Judgment Day of Damian Priest and Finn Balor, then I'm going to go with Zane Owens. If for some reason... No, I'm not even going to kick that out. I'm just going to say I'm going to go with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to retain. That's the safe bet. So uh, the, yeah, I'll go with Judgment Day. Um, I can see a world where they all have championships. So, yeah, I'll go Judgment Day. All right, cool. And finally, Rey Mysterio. Oh no! <laughs> and finally, Shinsuke Nakamura challenges Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. It's a tough one for me. Because they they've been booking Nakamura strong in this feud. Those promos and he actually, have been yeah. fire, and he's actually stood tall over Seth Rollins. Yes, and usually in WWE that means you're gonna lose. Uh, typically, yeah. <laughs> but you know I'm I'm a huge Nakamura fan, so it hurts me to say this, 
but I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, although I must agree also that this is the best that Nakamura's looked. If this is a Nakamura that we got against AJ Styles, I'd have, you know, I'd have been all over that. Um, I'm going to take Nakamura, and I'm not going to be completely defeated in my mind right now by taking Nakamura. I feel like there's a possibility. They're saying there's a chance. I feel like there's a chance. Um, I feel there definitely is a chance. Yeah. And, you know, Seth, they've been playing up that Seth Rollins injured and stuff. Yeah, they've been they've been talking a lot about that. Uh, Nakamura has done some great work, probably the greatest mic work that I've ever heard from him in the WWE. Um, and, and it's in and it's in Japanese with subtitles, which is great. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it, it's the simplest thing, but it took him like five years to figure it out. Just give the man subtitles. You know what I mean? Just make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, you aren't good at English and don't yeah, have speak in English. You know, if you're not going to align with Paul Heyman or somebody like that, just make it like this. Uh, although Paul Heyman Nakamura would have been a great combination. Um, but an idea, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, make that, it that'd be a great idea. That'd have been great. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I am going to go Nakamura. I do not feel completely defeated by that. Um, yeah, so that is my prediction. I won't actually be watching it live. I'm going to be out at a wedding out in, you know, far awayville, meaning old lady. Oh. Doing the Hopetopia. can't call her old lady. We're going to be out, out at a wedding. Um, but uh, we, I feel like, you know, it's three, three, you know, three, six total matches, even number. I feel like we need something to separate and differentiate. So we will each get one bold prediction that could sway in the event of a tie. And I will defer to you, sir, on what your bold prediction is for payback. Bold prediction, Carlito returns and causes Rey Mysterio the United States Championship. Carlito. My bold prediction. And we also didn't mention anything about Cody Rhodes and uh, Uh there's going to be a talk show. Cody Rhodes and, you know, Grayson Waller. As Wade Barrett says it, <laughs> that's going to happen as well. So who knows? Who cares? I mean, that might turn into a match. You never know. It might turn into a match. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, if if you wanted Cody to have a match and you wanted people to tune in for a Cody match, you would have built up a Cody match. Like, why do a talk show on a on a pay per view? Ah, uh, well, I guess they did it with Austin and, and Kevin Owens. Um, my bold prediction is a cash in. Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest will cash in on either Shinsuke Nakamura or Seth Rollins. And it would fit because Asuka won the cha- no. Bianca won the championship and immediately lost it. Yeah. So but they wouldn't do that twice in a row, would they? they? Yeah, I mean, they I do the same thing twice in a row a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can see it happening. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. That's uh those are the bold predictions. <sighs> like everything went quick this week man it's almost like we we have some things to do afterwards yeah right i'm just going to sleep after <laughs> I, I didn't sleep yet oh man anything else that you want to uh you want to kick out this week before we shut it down uh, check my news book real quick mm-hmm. man nothing really uh-huh. oh did you hear jeff jared was trying to there's rumors jeff jared was trying to get dennis rodman in for all out I did not. However, I am. I don't know how to feel about that. Dennis, for what? Like, what would he do? Just be there or just. That beats or? me. 
Probably just like a, a guest or something like Mike Tyson would do. Ah, that's weird. Congratulations to uh, the new trios champions, by the way. Oh, yeah, the acclaim. Yes, yes. Maximum caster out here cooking it left and right. Um, But, yeah, no, I got nothing else, man. I'm done. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We got stuff to do. Congratulations to Jeff Jarrett on trying to get Dennis Rodman, I guess. No, those words can't leave my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, my my lip twitch for you. Hey, not great. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I mean, if you want to plug your stuff, I mean, sir, you know, you get all this free advertising every week. If you anything that you want. Uh, yeah, you, you know, you know. Uh, while we've been on hiatus, my stuff been jumping, bro. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's, it's better without the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're bringing. Yeah, they, down they missed. See what day. happens was they missed us, so they just been going everywhere else. Like where? What? What happened to the podcast? <laughs> well, I've lost like over a hundred followers since our last broadcast. What? Yeah, dude, jumping off the ship. I have no idea. Well, they, <laughs> I gained must be like three hundred. Nice. <laughs> and my YouTube is at two thousand now, bro. What? Yeah. What? Congrats, dope. Uh, this that that's congratulations, man. That's awesome. <laughs> stuff in jumping so anyway so i want you guys to really appreciate Mastope. all right while he's here he's going to get too big for us he's going to blow up he's going to get the, the raw impact radio blessing that will continue to elude sir blackston and <laughs> it's coming i'm gonna i'm gonna mjf your ass <laughs> oh man that's awesome that really is awesome but yeah i'm the mass hope follow me on instagram tiktok facebook and YouTube for your daily wrestling news. And drop the podcast a five-star if you made it to this point. It'll really help us out and help boost the podcast. Even if you didn't. Now, if you didn't, you didn't hear us say that. So, you know. But you know what I mean. Or you won't because you won't hear this. All right. I'm going to take. I'm not going to take these off. And I am Sir Blackston. You can follow me at Sir Blackston just about everywhere. Not everywhere. But we're not going to have this conversation because it's getting kind of long in the tooth. Okay, you can also follow the podcast at RIR Podcast on the TikToks. And yes, this podcast is also available on YouTube. And we are exploring a new platform that we will tell you more about after I tell the Mass Hope about it because this is news to him as well. No. Because I forgot. Because I had stuff happening. <laughs> so I fucked up as the admin. That's it. We are out. Peace. Peace. Thanks for checking out Raw Impact Radio. Follow us on social media at Raw Impact Radio. Available wherever you listen to podcasts.